WCB Podcast, your source for all things Chicago Blackhawks and everything hockey, with your host, let's do it, Jerem Tanner and Noli. It's another edition of the WCB Podcast, part of the Hockey Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings. It is Jerem, it is Tanner, it is Noli. What is up, guys? We're we're on we're on the West Coast today. Hey, doing good. Pacific. We're just getting so close. We're almost in September. We're so close. Gay season. Away and more and more hype up videos of Bedard. Close. Yeah, yeah. More, more ice time. More. Ooh, I, I'm just the fact. So hard. More of him watching <laughs> him, McKinnon, McDavid, Dryside all just skate together in the BioSteel camp. Just, I love it. I wish they made yeah. a bigger deal about the bio steel camp than they do. I kind of forgot it was going on. I mean, I get I don't does bio steel I'm sure they have a sponsorship with the NHL, right? Or maybe yeah. they well, got yeah, there, they right? have, yeah, because Gatorade dropped NHL, so BioSteel came in and took over for them. Good. But, Good. Yeah. So yeah, we are I've never. I've no, never even tried BioSteel. I, I didn't even know it was a drink for the longest. It's time. not bad. It's like it's zero sugar, but it also tastes like the sugariest drink I've ever had. Oh, is it like fake sugar? Super yeah. artificially. Yeah, like a lot of that shit causes cancer. So way to go. I'm already fucked medically, so it doesn't really matter. So <laughs> we're all gonna die someday anyway. So let's just have fun <laughs> watching hockey while we're at it. Hell yeah! Drink it some bio steel. Bio Drinking steel. Some bio steel. <laughs> but as Noli said, we are on the West Coast. We are doing the Pacific specific division today. Um, before we get into that, we have a little little bit of hawk talk. Uh, Tanner wanted to talk about this the uh, the the Chicago Blackhawk name game. That's oh, going God. on between the players. Uh, so yep. it is without a doubt, like something that I thought like started kind of funny. And then I was like, okay, this is getting out of hand. Um, <laughs> if, you, if you follow the Hawks social media accounts at all, um, their main one, like you'll notice uh, over the summer, not tons of news. So it's just like, oh, like players getting married or just like players like, whatever having children stuff like that like it's always just like oh it's their birthday like happy birthday like this player whatever just like all the feel-good stories and it started out with like engagement announcements or like marriage announcements and like flipping through like oh like they got married they got married cool cool and then it's like oh taylor radish got married or is engaged uh to his wife or wife to be uh taylor Oh, okay, cool. So, like, that's really funny. Ha ha ha. Like, Taylor marrying Taylor is going to be Taylor Radish times two. Um, like, wow, that's cool. And then it's, <clears throat> uh, oh, Tyler, or no, it's Reese Johnson got engaged. Oh, uh, who's he engaged to? Oh, Tyler. His fiance's name is Tyler. So, Reese Johnson is marrying Tyler Johnson. And I'm just <laughs> like, okay, like, this is a little weird. It's getting a little weird. And then the, recently it's National Dog Day. And who knows? Like, it's oh, flipping through. Cool, cool, cool. Tyler Johnson and his girlfriend or wife, they have two dogs. Guess what? One of them's named Reese. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the actual fuck is going on? We got Taylor and Taylor Radish. We got Reese Johnson marrying Tyler Johnson, but also Tyler Johnson has Reese Johnson as a dog. 
<laughs> like, it's fucking weird, man. And it's just like, what is happening? Like, I swear to God, like something something else is going to come out this this month. Like somebody else is going to be engaged. Like Seth jo- Seth Jones is going to be marrying a girl named Connor. <laughs> like it's like so it's gonna be so weird man i have no idea what's going on yeah um or there's gonna be like everybody's gonna get a dog this season all name him connor just <laughs> just yeah right just be connor now yeah it's so funny <laughs> yeah when i saw taylor taylor i was like oh that's funny and then you put the other thing in our group text and i was like whoa, whoa, whoa wait <laughs> yeah you the taylor thing too <laughs> I was yeah, like, the, 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 the title the Tyler and Reese stuff is just absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I didn't even catch that part. So funny. I can't they believe it. They got Taylor it. Hall, too, now, too. Yeah. The fold. Yeah. Well, I mean, nothing nothing with him yet, but we'll see what happens. It's just the fact that, like, if we still had Jack Johnson on the team, I'd watch him have, like, two kids named Tyler and Reese. And, like, <laughs> or, like, yeah. Tyler's other dog's name is Jack. Yeah, exactly. Like something like that. So weird. But yeah, I just think it's so funny. Just like out of all the names in the entire world, like these guys just this is just how this worked out for them. Like and nobody said hockey players are creative. I mean so funny. You just gotta imagine that that dog Reese Johnson is probably just real scrappy as fuck, too. Just standing in front of the net all day. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's just that's just great team chemistry. Honestly. That is just that is bonding with the fellas. <laughs> uh, the only other thing I have for hot sock, we already kind of talked about bio steel camp going on, but pictures are being posted from Bedard. He's working out with McDavid, dude. The kid is yoked. This kid yeah. is fucking huge, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, that's what happens when you're small. You got to fucking build some muscle on you. And he's not like Kaner when Kaner came in. Everybody's like, oh, he's going to have to put on a couple pounds just to, you know, so he doesn't get tossed around. The kid's got it already. I mean, that's I what happens when you need fucking fast food. Like, that was to say, I never go. believed, I never believed that story that he's never had fast food. And then I start seeing these photos and I'm like, no, he's never had fast food. He yeah. is. The kid's, the kid's built on organics. I wonder if he uh, considers Chipotle fast food or not, or if he lives on the protein. A double meat, double steak. <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know. I feel like he probably wouldn't step foot in like the the counter service food places. Still, it's like sit down restaurants only. Hey, if I can so walk you... in and we have my food within five minutes, can't have it. Yeah, Chipotle's <laughs> different though. It. Phil Kessel won a fastest skater contest mere minutes after being caught in Chipotle. Yeah, but. Phil Kessel's a, a specimen. Yeah. The only person you can compare Phil Kessel to is uh uh what's his name? The golfer. Um John, oh, John Daly. Daly. That's oh, the yeah. only person you can compare Phil Kessel. Because they are just works of art. They are peak male. It's just a, a whole different breed. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. The guys Yeah. I, I had a joke, but I'll I'll save that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now I'm curious. <laughs> tell you after. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's all I got. You guys got anything else for House Hawkstock? No, there's literally closer and closer. Getting close to uh tickets going on sale. So keep it tomorrow or like so tomorrow when this gets posted, yeah. 
keep on that uh, home opener, see Bedard's. Oh, they released the promo schedule. I didn't yeah. get a chance to look at it. I was at work and I kind of like peaked, but uh, same yeah, stuff. Whatever, what all the promotions that they have that was released. Speaking yeah. of promo schedule, did you see what the Capitals are doing? No. They're doing a Sunny Milano Chia Pet night. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that I was, was gonna say, are they like giving um, out like Russian flags? Like what the fuck oh are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fucking hilarious when I saw that. That's amazing. Yeah, that's fucking great. He's been there for like a minute too. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. And I, he's not like a huge part of that team, right? Like no, no. He, no. Was he, he went, was brought he went to Calgary. PTO. He went no, he went to Calgary on a PTO, and then yeah. they're like, no. <laughs> yeah. And then they got Washington's like, we've been waiting for somebody with an afro. We've been dying. We've had this promo <laughs> for so long. <clears throat> Fucking uh, that, that's, hel- that's amazing. Um, all right. So, yeah. All right. Moving on to uh, the Pacific Division. Uh, this is going to be. Um... Oh, Peep this is going to be interesting. Pete the Threads. Oh, yeah. Pacific, baby. Specific. Um, it's going to be an interesting division. I think it's either going to be, I mean, the teams that are going to be good in it are going to be really good, and the teams that are going to be bad in it are going to be really bad. It's the story of this division, though. It's like, always, like the story it's always like that. Yeah. yeah. So starting uh, like how we have been, worst to first, um, we'll start with the Anaheim Ducks, who finished last year 23-47-12 with 58 points. They ended up the season on like what an like a eleven game losing streak or something like that. Yeah. Uh really tanked hard for Bedard. Um didn't work out. So I guess my only this talking point I came up with is will they finally move on from Gibson? Because <laughs> I didn't know what else to even like oh, bring well, up yeah. about these guys. Have to. I mean, they brought in Alex Stalock for that reason, right? Like <laughs> after, I mean, yeah. he has to, yeah. I mean how much longer can you let this guy just fucking sit there on a losing team and be the best player and just well just keep asking to be traded? If you're in this rebuild mode, like I don't understand why you're trying to keep a like a franchise cornerstone type goalie that's not gonna be worth it when you're like going towards like competing for the playoffs. Like yeah. you this is your biggest trading asset. This is their to bring it, their dock, like together, basically. And, and he's like great fucking contract too yeah. so anybody that gets him is gonna pay a premium for him oh yeah I, just, I don't understand how they haven't just fucking gotten everybody to like go for it it's just I, so I, weird he's he's like declared that he wants the trade too right like where when and where is this gonna happen yeah buffalo new jersey i've heard just buffalo just buffalo yeah. just it, it makes buffalo. the most sense um Outside of that, on their like free agency stuff, um, they didn't really lose anyone, right? Like nothing too big. They didn't really have anybody to begin with. Like, I mean, Shat and Kirk went to Boston. Um, oh darn. Yeah, they yeah. traded Klingberg at the deadline to Minnesota. Like now he's in Toronto. That doesn't matter. He was there briefly. That was and the whole point. First time. Pe- people that they signed, they have that seven year deal with Troy Terry that they worked out over the summer. Um, they brought in Gudis and Killorn, which I just I don't understand the moves they make. Like, no. are you rebuilding? Oh, yeah. or are you like, what are you 
like what are you doing you're adding well, it's players the, it's, it's the same thing as last summer when they added ryan strome like i yeah. don't know what they're because that was a five-year deal for five million dollars like i don't know what they were planning on doing there yeah um i think guys are just like yeah i'm ready to retire somewhere warm but still get paid a hefty penny for the next fucking five four to five years like and the Ducks are just like, yeah, we need bodies and we need to make it to the cap floor while we're right. terrible. Like the, we're the, way that, years. the way that they're managing their team is that they're handing out these contracts to guys that are like not, not going to make a huge impact on a, this bottom feeding team. Like it, they four years for Alex Kalorn, like the it's Hawks six. have it, are doing it so much more yeah. differently and better. Like it's one to two years for everybody. Like, this isn't the future of your team. Like, why are you committing so much money to guys like Alex Kalorn, Ryan Strom? Like, you brought in Ilya Labushkin, and you gave away a fourth. Like, what was the point of that one? For um, one year. Right, for one year. You brought in Gudis for three years at four mil. Like, you're, like I don't understand the makeup of this. And they're not going to be good for at least three years, which Gudis will be fucking 36 yeah. Uh, Lauren will be 36 and he'll still have a year left on his deal. Like, Strom will be 33 with another year left on his deal. Like, like what do you like? Why? Why? What, right. Like, what is the point to all this? Like, and then you keep Gibson. Like, I just, you got to bring that back up. Like, why? I don't get it. It's like, are you going for it? But like, you're not really going. Are you trying to like show people like you're making moves, like your fans, like, hey, like, look at these guys that we got. Like, Kalorn's a two time cup winner and Gudis is like, a monster that like really fucks with teams like and then but why but why like yeah, you yeah. haven't signed zegris yet like what's going on right right like oh he was 16 million dollars what's going on here we went and got Kalorn because he played with Corey perry and he's a legend in in anaheim let's just go for him like why not that'll get people in the seats right like yeah. it just doesn't make sense and it's it's funny too because it's just like <sighs> They have Terry, they have Zegris, they have Drysdale, like they have some good young guys. Like well, they have Leo Carlson now too. And Leo Carlson. Good. Like they, they have young guys, but they're just like the other moves that they're making are just don't make sense whatsoever. No. For these young players. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Like what do they do they think that they're gonna trade Gudis in two years? No, or like you know, but who's going to want him in two years, even for exactly. two million dollars? Exactly, like, and like he's the, what kind of long kind of game style. are they playing with that? Right, like what's right. what's the like point the of a three style, year deal? The kind of style he plays, like who knows if he's still in the league in two years when he's thirty? Exactly, like, it, it, like, exactly. Like his style of play works for teams that are making the playoffs, right? Like, like he doesn't have to be so like body on body, like when the team is doing well, I guess. I don't know. Like he really it's, he's the type of player that really can up what he does well in the playoffs because that's where it's done best. Right. Yeah. So like, what's the point of doing that on a team like Anaheim when they're really not going to win shit and go to the playoffs? I don't know. Like he's just going to end up like destroying his body and not being able to like make a playoff run with somebody else in two years. Like, I don't understand. It's weird. Yeah. Is Leo Carlson going to play with them this year? Probably. Like, why not? They don't have anybody. Yeah, I mean, he's on their roster on uh, cap-friendly. Like, what's their... All right, what does cap-friendly have their lineup as? He's not... He's in the minors on their depth chart. Is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he can uh, can go down there because he 
from Europe. Not, yeah, he's not Europe. A, it doesn't make any sense. I hate that rule. That that's one thing they need to ch- work on. What European players going to the AHL? No, like there needs to be like, like I don't with juniors. Like I think it's so dumb that the juniors can't go. You can't go to, to the AHL. I mean, that's an agreement that they have with them. I know, and I'm just saying that's dumb. I don't. But I, don't I mean, the good thing about it though, too, is the fact that like that doesn't burn years off of their contract. Like if Leo Carlson stays in the AHL this whole year, like that's a year. No, I know, he, but like it's it sucks for guys like Kirby Doc in that situation where it was like I don't think he. He couldn't go back to juniors like he just it wasn't going to be beneficial for him. Yeah. But or staying Shane, in staying in the Hawks was just not going to be good enough for him. Good for him either. Or Shane Wright, where he yeah. got <laughs> Seattle fucking got the most out of him because he didn't burn a year and he was with the team half the season and got healthy scratch the whole year just because he yeah. couldn't play in the A. Like he got yeah. he got screwed big time on that one. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, looking at their lineup, like it's just not good. Like they're not going to be good. I. Let's just hope Zegers can pull off some fancy goals because that's all you're going to be going to watch. Right. And see how Leo Carlson does when he, whenever he comes up, like that's all you're looking forward to here. And the inevitable trade of John Gibson to whoever's going to pay. What about Gibson to like Columbus? I would, I mean, that'd be nice. Like, honestly, like I know they have Elvis, but like Gibson's definitely a, a, a step up. And I mean that's not a bad one-two punch either. And you throw Gibson on that lineup, it's not a like we talked about them already. Like that's not a bad lineup. Yeah, it's, that's that's the that's the space. one that's so if that if that lineup stays healthy, like they could be surprising. Yeah, uh, Buffalo right. makes much sense though. Yeah. All right. The most on to the other really bad team in this division, the San Jose Sharks. Uh, they finished eight. last year. They finished last year 22, 44, 16 for 60 points. Um, can they tank hard enough this year where they finally get a, a, a good prospect to to make this rebuild work? I mean, they definitely got a good prospect already. It's just I I said no will if I yeah, will you're talking about Will Smith, right? Yeah, yeah. Will Smith. I said to know where when I came up with that talking point, I wasn't sure if he was considered like a high end prospect for them or not, but I mean when you're talking about like the way that the the like top three top five was looking it was between basically like where's Mitchkov gonna go and then it's Bedard Fantilli Carlson like how who or I mean obviously Bedard's first but then it's like Fantilli Carlson Mitchkov like da, 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 da. but then I think it was pretty much just decided like Will Smith is like the next best okay. player in that lineup and like had there not been any of those guys like he could have easily gone first like that kid had an amazing year in the U.S. National Development Team. Like he had like a hundred twenty something points. Like it's fucking insane. Yeah, um, he's he's going to like Boston, right? He's going to BU, I believe. He had one hundred twenty seven points in sixty games. BC, Boston College. Oh, he's going to BC. Yeah. Somebody yeah, it's fucking bananas. Are you sure? Yeah, it's on his. Uh... Oh, is it on it? The prospects page. Oh, okay. There's somebody else that's going to be you instead. Can't remember who it is now. Uh, yeah, dude. 127 points in 60 games is fucking. Nuts. That's 51 goals. That's that, that was a development team, right? Yeah, yeah that was that's national yeah. development team. So it's like sick too. Here's the thing with like San Jose that I think is doing better than obviously Anaheim. Like 
they just moved their biggest like piece, right? Like Eric Carlson. Um, I mean, call it what you will. Like they got not a great return. Um, well, you they, they they end up with a first, which is just top ten protected from Pittsburgh. I don't see Pittsburgh being in the top ten for like the draft. So like they got a first. It's probably going to be mid round, depending on how well that older team does play it together. Like it could be fucking late round. Who knows? They ended up getting Michael Grandland, Jan Ruda, and Mike Hoffman. Um, and those are all guys that they can move, right? And Anthony Duclair. Anthony Duclair. Um, they brought in Philip Zadina. Like, they're doing it the way that the Hawks are doing it, where, like, the guys that they're bringing in are one, two-year deals. Um, their longest commitments right now are Thomas Hurdle and Logan Couture. But, like, that's because those guys have been there forever. Um they're still stuck with Mark Edward Vlasic. I like, just can't. I feel like that's been a, like a 30 year deal. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like there's still three years left on that. That's crazy. Um, Mario Ferraro is just, he's going to be one of those guys that like nobody ever is going to hear about, but he's just the Nicholas Jalmerson of that team. Basically that guy's block shots and fucking hits. You've said and that he's before, just, man. I've yeah. He talked about it a couple times. He's he's really awesome. I had him on fantasy for a while, and just like the the defensive side of the game, it's he's just blocking and hitting. Like that's it. That's all he's doing. <laughs> um, but yeah, like this team, obviously, is not going to be very good. They brought all right. I forgot they brought in Mackenzie Blackwood as well. Uh, do they? Who else did they lose? Anybody? I don't really I don't think. I mean, it's just. Yeah. Because, like, they don't have the young guys that Anaheim does, I feel like. Ooh, I think that – I quite the opposite, I think, that they do. I don't know. Like, they're big, they're big young kid that's going to be probably playing the NHL full-time this year is that William Eklund kid. And he's supposed to be pretty fucking great. Like, looking at their lineup on Cap Friendly, it's a bunch of older guys or, like – like mid mid age guys that like they're good players, but yeah, they're yeah. not going to anywhere. And it's I a lot of there. There are a lot of prove it guys right now. Yeah, right. I mean, these are all. I don't think any of these guys are sticking around besides Couture and Thomas Hurdle. Like those, these are all guys that like <clears throat> if they're over a certain age, they're probably like if you play well enough, we'll get you on a team to the playoffs. But like I got like Philip Zadina, right? Like he's young enough that like hey, like you're kind of on a prove it deal. Like we'll give you NHL ice time that you were getting in fucking Detroit. Like show us that you should have been that like should have been higher than that six overall that you were complaining about. Right. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to fill the nets of all the teams that passed on me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, talk dude. a lot of shit and then not prove anything, but like, Hey, here's your chance. Like, like new place, like give it a shot. Show them like that. They were wrong. Like really prove yourself. That's the, it's the, the fucking Stan Bowman thing like that he loved to do, like bringing in Nylander and bringing in Strom, just being like, hey, like, you're not showing it there. Like, you're the reclamation project. Like, come and fucking show us that you can, you deserve to, like, play at a higher level or whatever. Fuck. Yeah, yeah Ryan Carpenter back? Okay. Interesting. Worked out real well for all of those guys that Bowman brought in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't guys- know. They, I still think that they're, I mean, they're still probably on the way down, so they're going to probably be competing for that very first first overall pick, right? Yeah. yeah. But they still, they do have, like, 
quality prospects in the in their system. So I don't I didn't mean like they don't have good prospects. I meant like on their actual roster. Like they don't have like those young Oh guys. yeah. No, they don't. Yeah. Which is like, like you that's showing that they're all in on like not winning. You know, like Oh yeah. Like there's like the Hawks last year were basically the San Jose Sharks this year. They like they're they're guys that they're gonna be showing off like in a year or two, like Eckland, who I mean, probably gonna see more ice time this year, but like guys like Will Smith, um, that Quentin Musky kid that they got fucking uh Halton in. They had a they had a good draft. Um, like those guys that they're gonna be building around, like they're not gonna see him for a couple of years. So like this is a this is a team of guys that are like, this is we're putting a team together to a if you play well like we'll move you like that's yeah. exactly what the hawks did last year with domi like bringing him in and it's the same jake yeah. mccabe you know like sam lafferty like the guys that really performed well like hey like we, we'll get you to a playoff team like like you said it's the same thing in chicago like kyle davison inherited a really shitty situation and he had to work mm-hmm. his way out mike Greer, same situation he had, he inherited a very bad situation and he's doing the steps right now to make it work. And he's, like you said, he's doing a lot better than the Ducks are. So I have more confidence that the Sharks will be able to turn it around. Not going to be like in three years type of turnaround, but I have a feeling they're going to turn around a lot quicker than, than some of these other teams. Yeah, let me see. What was like, I don't think Greer has actually made any. Just like, that takes, it's just the Mario Ferraro is like the longest signing that he has, really. The Duclair trade, <laughs> though, and trade. That's a yeah. bad getting Zadina. I'm just looking at the signings because like the guys that they're stuck with, you know, like the guys that can't move, Couture, Hurdle, um, Vlasic, like those are, those are his Seth Joneses, right? Like, yeah, you're not going to be able to move those contracts without taking a huge loss or like retaining a bunch of salary. And I mean, even in that Carlson deal, like what a move, like they, they only, they only kept 1.5 million. Yeah, that's, that's huge. That's a good fucking deal for them. They're retaining on Brent Burns right now too with that two point two uh two point seven two. It's only two what, more what, years what he, of that. Yeah, what did he get in that deal? I can't remember that trade. I'm trying to pull it up. Still- uh, oh, he got some minor or I don't know. I, I don't know who these guys are. Steven Lorenz, is he anything special? No, seventh rounder. Okay. It was more to get it off the books. Huh. I don't know. Whatever. I think it was, yeah, it was definitely that, like, free up the cap space. Yeah, that's that's the kind of stuff that he's had to do, though, too, right? Like, this team wasn't going anywhere, and they were just in cap hell. So you're just in cap hell at the bottom of the league. Like, that's not, those are two terrible things. Like, if you're at least in cap hell, at least be at the top of the league. And if you're in the bottom of the league, at least don't be in cap hell. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> swim out of this cap like make any move you need to but yeah he, i mean he's 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 doing a good job so far i think like i think he's doing like mm-hmm. the, the shitty situation it's, i mean at least up front on the forwards he has plenty of wiggle room like there's a lot of guys a lot of the main guys are on one-year deals not like main guys but like those those pieces that like teams are gonna want like kevin LeBanc, mike hoffman anthony duclair this Barbanoff kid, Oscar Lindholm, like they're good enough that like they can be moved, but I don't know what you're going to get for them. But yeah, San Jose, man, they're going to struggle. 
That's and they're not gonna be fun, they're, they're not gonna be fun to watch because they don't have Eric Carlson anymore. Yeah, you're losing over 100 points out of one player, <laughs> right? And you were still fucking bottom of the league. Yeah. All right. Next up, uh, this team for me is one of those intriguing teams in this division. Um, the Vancouver Canucks, 38, 37, and seven for 83 points. Um, talking point after going 20, 12, and four under Rick Tockett, can this team compete for a playoff spot again? So it's going to basically be is is this team what we saw at Bruce Boudreaux, or is this the team that we saw Tockett turn them into? Yeah, this was a this, yeah, Vancouver, man. So much more into it than that. Like, I just feel like there's just something going on where, like, the guys just, like, I don't know. There's just no good chemistry, it feels like, out of this team. I mean, yeah, like you said, when talk came in, like, they, they did play better. But, like, a lot of the talk about when he came in was, like, oh, they're bringing in him to wrangle, like, JT Miller and, like, get him playing better, which that's great. Like, JT Miller's a great player, but, like, defensively he's terrible, and you're going to bring in a coach just for to handle for one him. guy. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, they've got a lot of good pieces. I mean, it, it there's a lot. Dejudemko when um Boudreau came in un- originally came in he yeah. was he was unbelievable and then the next season of Boudreau he just fell off yeah Demko needs a really good bounce back season for Vancouver to like he did with a lot of injuries last year too I don't think so I think he just shat the bed but yeah he did not play well either but also Vancouver started the year literally losing multi-goal fucking leads oh yeah left and right just left and right, man. Like that's the record, like, right? It was like eight in a row. Yeah, it was insane. Um, I mean, you look at their top line, like it's the sick line: Kuzmenko, Pedersen, and uh, Besser. Like that's sick. And then you got Bavillier, Miller, and Mikheyev. Like that's still a decent line. But like, I don't know. Like it, it's a good team. It's a good lineup. Uh, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, I know they brought in Suter. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Him on a line together um i really just don't know like i just i think they're gonna the, be like, the I, their biggest thing right now is the fact i mean they bought out oel right like yeah that was huge um just not living up to the the contract that he had there and that was one of those guys he was a victim of the contract like he got offered an awesome contract he of course is gonna sign it and he was never gonna live up to that and that's what's so funny when these people are like Oh my god, this guy sucks. It's like, well, he's good for what he should be making, but of yeah. course he's gonna look worse because he got offered stupid money. Right, and he only wanted to go to Vancouver. That's like, the only place he would get traded to. Like, it was like that or Boston. Yeah. yeah. Which um, ended up not geez, this fucking team too is like so, it's so strange to me. Like, I don't know why. Well, the first of all, they haven't made any moves since like the deadline. And like during the at the deadline, like for whatever reason, they decided to give up a first round pick to Detroit for Philip Ronick. And I was just kind of like, what are you, I, yeah. like, why, are, why are you buying? Like, that didn't make any sense. Um, they, I don't know. They didn't really lose anyone in the off season. They still have some guys that like, fucking, I don't know, man. Like it's, it's just weird. It's weird. They brought in Pew Suter. They brought in what was it, like Teddy Bluger and Ian Cole. Um, like I don't know, did they bring in Carson Soucy? 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 It's it's fucking what? He has a no trade clause. I'm so confused when you see somebody with like 
a $3 million deal in a full no trade clause. Like, so what is happening? Their top two defensemen, Hughes and Hironic, combined had 115 points last year. The bottom four defensemen on their team had a combined 56. Well, Hironic had most of his points in Detroit. No, I know. He only he only played four games in Vancouver. I'm assuming he had gotten hurt. And he I mean, was hurt when he got traded to Oh, like, you know, that might that might have been what it was. But like just looking at it that way, like you you need the, your D to get points. You're like your bottom four guys aren't even getting Well, I mean, yeah, Quinn Hughes is just disgusting. 69 bucket assists, nice. Um the huge thing for me is just Thatcher Demko needs to play better. Yeah. Um but this team, like they've it's they've just had such a weird back and forth ever since like COVID started because there was times where they were just like winning nonstop, but they still didn't make the playoffs because like they had just gotten like fucked in the ass before that. Where like during COVID, they had that time where they had all the stretch where they were missing a ton of games, and then they had like 19 games in 23 days or some shit like that, and just got screwed during that season. They did their thing at the beginning of this year where they just lost a bunch of multi-goal games. And then they still ended up with not like too far out of the playoffs, right? Like they still finished better than San Jose and Anaheim. Like they switched coaches and fucking started winning games. So I'm curious. I mean, to see, they like, were up to what do they, they, were like, what do they bring in this year? Like what do they actually were talking do? about them being a playoff team up until probably a couple weeks left in the year? Like they were not mathematically eliminated I'm, but myself, um, i forgot that they traded Bo Horvat too yeah and they ended up getting oh okay they traded at the islanders first round pick for chronic so i i still don't understand that like yeah. why not keep that pick like Hopefully you didn't have to do that only patterson can build off of what he did last year too uh the 102 point season well, he's on a oh contract. yeah contract year yeah He's gonna yeah. he's gonna definitely build on it. I mean, they're gonna get a full year with like Bovillier now too. Um, JT Miller is hopefully just gonna be not a baby little bitch and just it's the first year of his eight year fucking eight million dollar deal. He still finished the year good, like eighty two points in eighty one games. He had what nine nine shorthanded points or something like that. Yeah, it, it, it's uh, Andre Kuzmenko like. They got that. They brought that kid in last year on a what well, a one year deal, and now he's got a, a two year deal at five point five. He had like what thirty goals? Yeah, thirty nine goals, thirty five assists. Yeah, he was solid last year. It's I don't understand how they're you're getting like all these solid performances out of these certain guys, and yet still being so far out of the playoffs. But it's just because like you lose these games, you should have been winning. Yeah. So if they can yeah, turn I mean, it how, around how many, and, and fucking win those games instead, man, like they, you they, win half they of those games, flirting half with of the those games, yeah. they blew their two goal leads, and you're a wild, yeah, you're a wild card team, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, overall, they were minus twenty two on the season, like as a team. <sighs> oh really? That's not like goal differential. Yeah, that's not bad. Oh, uh, that's pretty. It's pretty fucking tight. To being like in the playoffs, I think that if you, you got to believe that that's so much of the beginning of the year, right? Like, that's the yeah. issues that Buffalo had too. Like, you start the year either shitty or like there's always like a shitty point in the beginning of the year that you now have to dig yourself out of this hole. 
And like, that's what they had to do. It's the biggest, and, I mean, no does statement, but you gotta be consistent. <laughs> right. There's the, there's the whole, like, it's a, it's a whole portion of time too, that they had when they were like, they're going to fire Bruce Bujo. Right. Yeah. And it was just so drawn out. It's kind of like, all right, guys, come on. Slowly like, pulling the bandaid. It's like, yeah. Just fucking it's just, rip it. Fire him. So we'll see like Taka getting a full year too. Like maybe they'll come out hot. Like who knows that this division is such a fucking weird one. Yeah. All right. Another very intriguing team. And I don't think is as positive. If Vancouver wasn't really that positive, but the Calgary flames last year finished 38, 27, 17 for 93 points. Clearly lost the Matthew Kachuk trade. Um, players don't want to resign here. They're having a hard time getting their their good players to sign long term here. Um, are they going to free fall in this division, or do they have enough talent for the time being to get back into the playoffs? Who's their Who's their uh, coach now? It's Ryan Huska. <clears throat> he was the assistant. Okay. Um. So I feel like Calgary is so hard to read because I think. They have to be, they have to be better than they were last year. Like, there's no way Huberto is going to be as bad as he was. Like, he wasn't oh, 55 point or what was it? Did he end with 55 points? Yeah, yeah. So it was like a 60 point drop off. Yeah, I mean, like the year prior, he's he's better than 55 points. Like, 55 points still isn't bad, but like he's better than that. Like he, I just don't see him doing that bad again. No. And then, like, same with Kadri. I think he can step up another season there. Like, there's guys there that can, like, play. Like, Kadri, Kadri had 56. Like, they both underperformed hard. But, like, at the same time, like, like you said, there's that whole guys don't want to be there. There's guys on, like, ending contracts. Are they going to get traded? Like, how, what's this team going to look like? And a new coach coming in can go, obviously, one of two ways. And for me, I think most of those guys hated Sutter at the end of it. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's the thing too that like how much of that goes into the fact that like Kadri and Huberto who are having trouble producing is because of his coaching style, right? Right. Exactly. Like, there's not many guys in the league that enjoy that kind of coaching style, like the torts, like Sutter kind of guy. And obviously, Tyler Toffoli is one of those guys because every time he ends up on fucking Sutter's team, he just lights the lamp. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I mean they moved on from him, so. Right. But it's, it's a, it's just a combination of like. Guys playing poorly. It could have been because of Sutter. Obviously, the locker room wasn't great because of Sutter. College football fans, are you ready for week one? DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you up with can't-miss offer to start the season strong. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on college football and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Anything can happen in college football. Your team can go from unring to dynasty mode in just a couple of years. Change comes fast. The only thing that's a lock is great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Life's more fun when, you get, when you're when you in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code THPN. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on college football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Connecticut help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort. Uh, 21 plus age varies by jurisdictions. Void in Ontario. See 
dkng.co slash football for eligibility terms and responsible games resources uh bonus bets expire seven days after insurance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply i think this team has to be better and markstrom is good every other year so he wasn't great last year so i mean he's got to be better this year right like yeah their whole their whole tandem was like even vladar like the year before like they were just shut out machines and then last year there it's like everybody found out what the hell their weakness was and then they also got that Dustin Wolf, who a lot of yeah. teams like too, and they've been kind of dangling him out there as potential trade bait. Oh no, yeah. they've been as was trade it, bait. Yeah, or was it the other guy? One of the goalies the Vlad, they were probably saying. Vladar. Okay, but like Dustin Wolf is like talks him like could be Calder. Like they they think that he's gonna have such a stellar year. Like once he comes in, and if he comes in this year, like I don't know, we'll see. A lot of people, it's. I feel like a lot of Flames fans when I see them online are like banking on their sanity of like Dustin Wolf being like really good and like the savior of their back end, <laughs> and it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, as I as a whole, like looking at these players on paper, pr- like prior to last year, you're like, man, this is like a pretty solid team, and that's why I think a lot of the underperforming has to do with coaching. I think a lot of people thought the Flames won that trade initially. Oh yeah, going into the season because yeah, getting Huberto and Mackenzie Weger. Like yeah, but the year prior, we like Weger had I don't know how many points. He only had thirty one last year. Let's see, he had fucking forty four. That's not bad, but he was also a plus forty. Is that right? Oh my god, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know you. It was it was a weird summer, right? Like maybe that much turnover and like losing two 115 point guys from your team. Literally fucking Goudreau and Kachuk put up the identical like points. Um like that happening maybe caused a stir in the locker room, you know, like you start seeing guys like you hear like Hannafin doesn't want to sign long term. Like you had mentioned that before and just kind of yeah. like everybody being like Hannafin oh like the, doesn't... The, the American boys don't want to fucking stay in Calgary. It's like well, Lindholm and Backlund too. They they offered yeah. Lindholm like multiple eight year deals, including the C to be a part of it. And he's like, no, yeah, which <laughs> no. is crazy because like they bring Huberto in and he signs like what an eight year deal or seven year deal like at ten point five like immediately. Yeah, yeah. Um, eight years. Yeah, eight years, ten point five. Yeah. So here that's oh wait that doesn't make any. I'm so confused. What did he have? Oh, he had another year left on his deal. Okay, that's why. I was like, how did they, how did Kachuk have to sign his in Florida, but like Huberto or in Calgary, but Huberto didn't, but it's because Huberto had a year left. Um, And I, I genuinely think there's something to guys playing in one place for a long time and getting traded to a new team. Like Huberto like was in Florida for a long time. He was him and Barkov were the face of that organization for the past. So like him going to Calgary and being a part of this huge trade, like you said, Goudreau's gone, and Kachuk, who basically were Calgary's uh, Huberdeau and Barkov, because they were the two faces of the past decade. Like, you have to replace them. And he's well, that, out- that line with, uh, it was like them two and like Lindholm was one of the best lines in the in the league that year. They were like, Lindholm was a plus 61 that, that season. Yeah. Like, they were all like fucking just clicking, putting up points like crazy. Like, you tear that chemistry away, man. Like that's that's hard to 
like reestablish, you know? So it's just, yeah, it's just so much went into it last year. And like, just every, everybody was talking about the trade, like who's going to win the trade, who's going to win the trade. So like, it's just, and it's easier for Kachuk to go to Florida where there's not as much buzz about a team for then Huberto to go up to Canada in Calgary, like where that, like, that's all they talk about is hockey. So it's like, it's just, it was just easier mindset for Kachuk to go down there and be like, yeah, I'm just going to put up another hundred points. No problem. Yeah. For Hubero to go up there and be like, fuck, this is a completely different animal. I can see this team bouncing back this year though, too. Cause like, they still have plenty of like really good pieces. I, like I, just, I think, it, I think it's, it comes it's, down to how long they keep these other these pending free agents if they can't get them to sign, are they going to? Oh yeah, are they going to move? Pull, uh, yeah, Tavares and just hold on to them the entire season, then lose them, or are they going to try to get something for them at the deadline? You know, like yeah, it's kind of like, are you going to be able to change their mind like mid, like while well, as the season's going on, right? Like if they're performing well, they're and everybody's happy, like the locker room's good. Like, are they going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, you know what, I'll sign an extension? Um, I was just going to say, like, I feel like they had like the opposite. Nashville last year right like all the guys had like career down years like everybody did and so you can see like if they get back just like even to their their mean right like that team can be pushing playoffs so we'll see um all right moving on to the playoff teams in this division uh first up was the Seattle Kraken who finished 46 28 and 8 for 100 points they lost in the second round to the Dallas Stars um, can last season's biggest Cinderella story uh, continue into this year? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, yeah. I think, like, the team, did they really shake it up too much? They Jonas lost Jones, Joy, I know that. Retired. Ryan Donato's in Chicago. Uh, Ab- right. Daniel Sprong's in Detroit, starting fights at bars. Uh, Morgan Geeky went to Boston, but like, what did they bring in? They brought in Connor Carrick, uh, Callan is they Callan Flurry or Hayden Flurry? The fuck, which one did they bring in? Because one, all oh, the other one, oh, Kale they Flurry. Both, he they just oh, both of them was that? Yeah, they both of them were at the expansion. I thought. Uh, Hayden Flurry went to t- Tampa. Uh, Vince Dunn signed an, a decent ticket. He's gonna have a monster year, guarantee it. Put it on the board. Um, yeah, I mean, this is right. Like, this is going to be like the opposite of Calgary. Like, Calgary on paper looks good. Like, they could probably make a playoff team. This is like they they look okay. <laughs> they overperformed last year. I think. I don't know if anybody really would have thought Jared McCann was going to have forty plus goals. No. Like, <laughs> is he gonna is he gonna repeat that? Right. Like. They they won a little bit of a gamble by bringing in Eli Tolvin Tolvin in after he was waived because he wasn't doing shit in Nashville, and that turned out to be big yeah, he, big hit. Yeah, he really stepped up once he got there. Um, helps a lot though that they went on a run and like Manny Beniers was on the team. Like that yeah. just much more confidence. Like in seeing what playoff hockey is actually like. Like getting a full year under his belt and then doing that. Like it, I think he's going to have a really good year this year. And then yeah, you no know, Shane Wright's going to be on the team too. So like yeah. we'll see what that kid can end up doing. And it's hilarious that he makes more than Manny Veneers and Veneers is so much better than him. Right. I, and you just got to imagine how hungry Shane Wright is now, right? Like he played yeah. what eight games it says. 
Yeah. And Veneers just won the fucking Calder. So, oh, like, I mean, that's, the... that's, those are two good centers to have, like, going forward, right? Like, if Shane Wright can hit that ceiling of, like, where he was supposed to be and having Veneers, like, Veneers was a second overall pick. Shane Wright was a fourth overall pick. Like, did you say they brought in Yamamoto too? Oh, yeah. Like, after he got bought out by Detroit. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, they're Philip Grubauer, like, had a decent year, but I think it was more of like all their goalies kind of like did just good enough. If their their defense was so it, they play so well two ways, and their defense is so good at shutting teams down. That's why their goalies played so well, and their goalies played good enough to just help that. Yeah, yeah. like Martin Jones was a huge part of that that goalie tandem, and people were like, oh, it's a big thing they lost him, and then you look and you know, he had like a eight something save percentage. Like yeah. it wasn't, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're looking. I'm looking at fucking Philip Grubauer right now. He had an eight nine five save percentage. Yeah, like it's this. This is a this is a complete team, right? Like they don't really have like a superstar, which I would argue maybe like Beniers is going to end up being because oh, will he had 50, be? yeah, fifty, yeah, he had so. fifty seven points. Like Jared McCann, he got injured towards the end of the season. I think I don't know. He had seventy nine games played. He had seventy points. If he can repeat, like that's good. But like the rest of the team is just solid enough like they're in the 30s like i'm pretty much every other player that had like a significant amount of time on the team is in the 30 ish points 30 to 40 points so everybody's contributing and so you know you're getting each line is going to be giving you something when they're out there um even their defense which is kind of crazy they all have like 20 plus points except for Dumoulin was something that they just brought in, um, which is great. I mean, if you're getting con- contributions from each line, whether it's forwards or defense, like you'll, you'll win games just purely based off of depth because a lot of teams don't have that. And I mean, doing it that way, it's, it's just like, it's kind of proven, like looking back at like Stanley cup teams, like those or the teams that make runs in playoffs. Like that's kind of how they're built. It's just doing it by committee. Like, yep. First, second, third, no matter what line you throw out there, you're you can get a point, you can stop a play, you can draw a penalty. Like you're expecting something positive out of no matter what line you have out there. You don't have any liabilities. So it's like it's like look at yeah, the Hawks in twenty thirteen. It was like any one of those lines could go out there and yeah. be be the hero and be the top dog. You can I mean, you can plug in and play somebody on a different line and there's it's you're still gonna get twenty I mean, of look at teams, like contributions. And then this is ricochet shot here Noli, but it's even look at teams like toronto and it's like they have all these guys and it's it's just yeah and it's just it just doesn't get the job done i mean to be fair they still have solid like bottom six guys they just they never play so like they can't get into a groove where they rely yeah they just rely too heavy on that top six they rely too heavy on it and they don't show up like right here so here here's like average ice time which is kind of crazy now that we're talking about like base like getting in a groove First line, like 16, 17 minutes. Second line, 16, 17 minutes. Third line, 14, 15, 17 minutes. Fourth, fourth line with Brandon Tanev right now, like 14 minutes. Like that's that's literally spreading the ice time out. Yeah. And so you you can imagine, like, if let's say Beniers gets closer to 20 minutes, that guy's gonna be a point per per game, right? Like yeah. not only that, but like look at their center depth. Like Beniers is your top guy, and then you have yeah. Denver. Like that's that's solid. Like that's some solid center depth right there. Yeah, any Gord is just a menace. Fucking anytime the Hawks play Seattle, like Yanni Gord is like, oh, wait, I just feel like he's always out there. And I'm just like, I cannot stand you, but you're probably like the player I would love the most on the Hawks. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, all right. Um, LA Kings. They finished last year 41, 25, and 10 for 104 points. They lost in the first round to the Edmonton Oilers. They made some big move or a big move. I don't know what else they did. Um, is it going to take them to the next level or do they sell too high? Dude, I love this team except for their goaltending. I don't understand yeah. that, that you had. It was Corpus Allo, right? That went up yeah. going. Yeah. Add him. Why did you not just sign him? Like, I don't get it. And you went out and got Cam Talbot. Like, yeah, like he was okay, but like he doesn't stay healthy. And Phoenix Copley, he, he, he was not okay. He was not okay in Ottawa. The first year of Ottawa, that was he was okay. And then last no, year. he was only in Ottawa for one year. <laughs> he was in Minnesota then. Am I thinking of? Yeah, you're yeah. thinking of Minnesota. He was playing really well in Minnesota. Okay, but like. And then Phoenix Copley, like you signed him to that contract, and he's just been dog shit since. And now your your goaltending is, I mean, there it's only a two point five cap hit, but like, it's just it's not good. Like it's not right. for a team that was dependent on goaltending all throughout the twenty tens. They've just been like, what if we just did it? <laughs> Ups in that time, should we try and get more with a different like mindset? I don't know, but like yeah, they got. They got big save Dave in the minors too. So true. He can come out of nowhere. I just, I really like this. And like after last year, like in my mind, them get keeping Corpus Allo, It just, I was like, this team's going to be scary going forward. What but would it take for them to get Gibson? That's what I was thinking. Gibson or Hellebuck. I and, think- the, and like, it's going to be such a huge price because like either you're trying to trade within the division or trade within the conference for those guys. Like that's not going to work out that well. And it's just, you had the guy. I, like, why did you let him go? You had the guy. Yeah. Like, why didn't you extend Corpus Allo? Like it made he so- played so well too for him. Not only did you, you had him, you traded away your, like one of your most famous like players of all time, Jonathan Quick to get him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just made so much sense for him just to replace quick. I just I don't get that move and like such a huge asterisk now on their back end. Like, yep it it makes them not that big of a threat to me. Like it, they're really not as much of a threat as I thought they were going to be going into the season strictly because of their goal goaltending. It's well, I mean, for me, it's funny because I feel like with their center depth. Like these guys are all two way fucking studs, right? Like they're just kind of like we don't need a goalie. <laughs> like we could put a fucking shooter tutor out there. It does not matter. We're gonna win faceoffs, and we're gonna have great two way fucking centers, and it's not gonna fucking matter. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, a shooter tutor would literally be better than either of these goalies anyway. Yeah, probably. I mean, and they brought in uh, Gavrikov. Like they they added D too. Like it's just. They did so well other than that one specific. Did he come at the deadline too last year? Yeah, with... he was part of the Corpus Allo package. So they essentially had a pick between the two of those guys. Who did you want more? Who's going to benefit more? I don't know. No. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, did they lose anybody else? That's crazy, though. <laughs> for the main two... loss was the trade. Yeah, Kobitar extended. They Wait, did they sign Andreas England? Yeah, they did. That's funny. They're still yeah. paying. That's so funny. They're still what? Paying Mike Richards? <laughs> Remember when he got banned from his, his own country? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking, they have, they retained on Proveroff, too. 
such a weird i mean it makes sense because they got out of that cal peterson contract um jeez did you, did you see that stat with the uh, all-time slovakian point leaders in no. nhl history Anze okay. Kopitar, 1,141. Jan Merzak, four. Oh, okay. One yeah, of the best Slovakian players that ever touched the puck. No shit. Anze, you mean Slovenian? Slovenian. Slovenian, yeah. sorry. I was like, Slovakia. All right, like, sorry. It's like, Kosa? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kopitar is fucking unreal, though. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he, dude, that center, that's like like you were talking about, dude. Kopitar, Dubois, and then Philip Deneau, probably the best two-way defenseman or uh, centerman in the league. Like, mm-hmm. Is he going to play, though? Like, is he actually going to try Dubois? Like, is he going to... Yeah, like, he's going to try this shit? year. Like, that's the thing, though. It's year. like, he's such a wild card. Yeah, he I is. feel. I don't know. I mean, he a ticket he's in la where he wanted to go like him fiala and arvidson like that's a sick second line and also just the fact that adrian kempe just had a quiet 41 goal year <laughs> that kid that kid's sick yeah everybody's quentin byfield i mean the kid's got size he's probably playing a full season this year he only had 53 games last year 22 points like he's just he's just going to be getting better too right like he was hurt and it was like yeah, something he hasn't from when he came back he wasn't the same so like it'll be nice to see him act have like a clean bill of health and i wonder like like alex turk got is he ever gonna get the call up like he hasn't he had just more like concussion issues he yeah yeah he's had some issues but like i don't know like he he hadn't before that i feel like he wasn't where they they were hoping he would be and then you add on the concussion stuff that's not gonna help yeah with Turcock, that's tough though too, because now it's like, is he really you really gonna put him in a, a fourth line center role? He probably just moved a wing, right? Yeah. Especially and, somebody I, you're you're just moving him to a wing. That's the thing too. Quentin Byfield was supposed to be a center. Right now he's just listed as yeah. left wing for Kopitar. And like, I mean, you'll probably toss him in at center every once in a while, right? Like when whenever you need to, but like what, what would be better than learning from Kopitar on his line? Mm-hmm. Right. Like. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. This team, I, I can see, I mean, being better. It's, it's their whole like philosophy on how they've won games before, where it's very defensive focused. I think is going to, they either have to really up their defense because the goaltending so shit, or it's going to be more offensive focused. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. A lot of like eight, seven games. Like, <laughs> like you really just got to make sure that there's no pucks going at the net. Yeah, that's the big thing. Um, All right, moving on. Edmonton Oilers, they finished 50-23-9 for 109 points. They lost in the second round to the Vegas Golden Knights. Can McDavid and Dreisaitl finally will this team into a Stanley Cup? Uh, I think it's possible. Very possible. And possibly can to do it. <laughs> it's ah, man, it's just so sad for them. 153 points and 128 points. Like, what else can they do? Drysado was on another level this playoff too. He was yeah. insane. I mean, it didn't help that he got fucking uh, hurt. He was hurt and he was still fucking tearing it up. 
I don't think he hurt. He got fucking across the ice, fucking baseball bat across the wrist, yeah. <laughs> swing. It was fucking insane. I can't believe that he. That was just fucking nuts. I can't. I still can't believe that play. The best player in the fucking playoffs, and they just they were like, yeah, just one game. That's fine. Like, okay, whatever. Um, I mean they they brought in Connor Brown. Uh, I think that's gonna be a, a. I think he's gonna play really well there. Uh, right now he's projected to be with McDavid and Kane. It's gonna be an interesting line. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that line, but it's they I, should. Like you can really only have one guy in front of the net at a time, right? Like, yeah. well, I mean, here's here's the good thing. Like whoever's in front of the net, the other one's probably in the corner, right? Right. And then and then you're just circling it around with McDavid, and he's just fucking ripping. He's gonna put in seventy five goals. It's gonna be stupid. Um, I Bouchard came in and stepped in for Barry on the power play and looked awesome. Um, the fact that Bouchard also signed a ticket nowhere near what I thought he was gonna sign, but it's it's just like a bridge deal. He only signed for 3.9 and he's, he's going to have, RFA. yeah, he's going to have a monster year probably. Cause like you said, he's, he's going to be first line power play. Right. So in the playoff, he had 40, 40 points in 82 games. And then, you know, like you said, stepping in once Barry left. So by the time the playoffs come around 17 points in fucking 12 games, dude, when he first stepped in the, amount of times I just bet him to get a power play point and it was plus odds was just fucking stupid. And then like, <laughs> like row, they get, a, he got a point like on the power play. It finally like dropped. I was like, damn it. I wrote that real well though. Um, I, I still love you get a, a full season of Mateus at home, which I, I was love. about to say, I'm very excited to see how that works out. They really needed that like defensive defenseman type, especially playing with a guy like Evan Bouchard. We've talked about it before. I love a stay at home guy with that that power, like the puck moving guy. Like it just it works so well together. Um, also, Ekholm only non Canadian defenseman on the team, so there's the ah, that's true. Um, it's just what are you getting out of? It's back to goalies, dude. What are you getting out of Skinner and Campbell? Well, that's the thing. I think now they're starting the year. I'm sure Skinner's going to be. The one, right? And it's it's crazy because like we we all know the struggles that Jack Campbell had last year. He still finished with a record of twenty one and nine. I know that's. I was just looking at that. That's crazy, but that's because that's that's the McDavid factor. Like you're getting scored on like crazy. But guess what? He's putting in fucking five. Like, but he also yeah, also three point uh three point four one goals against average and an eight 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 save percentage. Like not good. The stats like he's. When they signed him, man, I was so happy that he didn't re-sign with the Leafs because it's it's just it's another guy that, that never was going to live up to that contract. Like we all know who Jack Campbell is. He's a solid backup goalie. He is not a starter. He's never been proven to be a starter and it's just like you you spent so much money on him and it was such a waste. It's I mean that's that Edmonton Oilers MO, right? Like, oh yeah. They brought in they brought in Cam Talbot from from the Rangers and like that was their answer, and then all of a sudden, like downhill after the first season, how many they brought in Mike Smith, they yeah, brought in fucking Koskinen, they brought in like they, they just at least they never really it. tried to go get like a true number one, like and, a Sallow or a Gibson or yeah. a Hellebuck. <laughs> but I mean, now with like the tandem that they have, knowing that Campbell's actually not starting and having Stuart Skinner, like. They they made the playoffs. They showed that they can compete. Forget that. 
the like, fucking this team's gonna be good. Like it looks so much better on paper. Like you said, Matias Ekholm being back there, Evan Bouchard is gonna get such a bump. Like with yep. all the like offensive duties, the fact that they still have Cody CC is just hilarious. I don't know. I don't under ever understand how that guy has a fucking job in the NHL. Who just but, like does he just have blackmail like every GM? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You have three one hundred point plus getters on the fucking offensive side. Like that's insane. But yeah, this team's gonna be good. They're gonna be so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I don't know. Like I think that they'll probably end up being like uh, President's Trophy. Well, and and does I, it translate? That's the only thing. Like that's and God forbid McDavid or Drysdale to go down for any period of time this year. All all it all McDavid's career has been is literally fucking getting better and better and better and better. And so it's hard for me to doubt that he would be like no worse than last year, right? Like he's probably going to score more goals. He's probably going to hit almost a hundred assists. He's literally, he's going to put up 300 points and still lose in the first round because the rest of the team won't step up with him. Like the year before when we thought it was ridiculous, he had 123 points. He then added 20 goals and 10 assists to that point total. Like, not only we thought it was insane that he did that, Dry Saddle came out and put up 128 points this year, and nobody cares because McDavid put up 153. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just that's the story of them. McDavid, it's like, oh my God, look at what McDavid did. And it's like, Dry Saddle is just as good. It's like, no, 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 but McDavid's even better now. Like, Dry yeah. just tries to keep up, and it's, he's just a year behind every time. But like, it's just, it's stupid. I, I wouldn't be shocked next year if McDavid was 1.87 uh, goal uh, points per game last year. Like I could see him being a two point per game guy this year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, he only needs like a few more points to be at that, right? Like it's just 164 and four, right? And he was at 153. He needs 11 more points. Like, yeah, he'll probably end up doing it. And the thing too with last year, like. Evan or Evan fucking Evander Kane, like getting hurt with a huge wrist thing, like him being hopefully healthy the whole year. Like he's, he's so good with, with McDavid. It's crazy. He's just a fucking pure goal scorer. So like, like you said, McDavid probably hitting a hundred points. That's, I mean, Evander missed 40, like literally half the season. I mean, that that's 11 assists right there. And there's your, your 11 points that he missed uh, being a two point per game. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Easy. So, yeah, absolutely. I could see it. And like we said, Bouchard stepping in on the power play, doing as well as he did, especially how well they did in the playoffs. It was just, it was just money in the playoffs. So, like, I could see that being even bigger factor during the regular season. Um, like, all of them getting more points just because of that power play. They didn't, like, looking at their free agency so far, like, they didn't really, they didn't lose anybody, right? Like, that's the, that's the other crazy thing. Yeah. It's like this team is still adding pieces. I mean, they 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 got rid of Yamamoto and Clint Costin, but like, who cares, right? <laughs> well, they got Sam Gagne and a PTO too. Yeah, yeah I saw they that. do. Uh, he'll they, play. He'll play against the Hawks and put up fucking eight points. <laughs> I mean, everybody will, so it's fine. <laughs> Why doesn't he just come to Chicago? Sam Gagne next year can't get it's... negative points. Um. All right. Last in the division, 
Vegas Golden Knights finished 51-22-9 and for 111 points. They won the Stanley Cup. Good for the fan base. They've been waiting a long time for it. Um, two things I have here is Vegas a lock to repeat, and how will Aiden Hill follow up last season? Um, going from like a career backup guy to now looks like he's the guy. I'm yeah. just gonna I'm just gonna go out and say he's still not the guy. Like Logan Thompson was like the guy until he got yeah. hurt. And then it was like guys by committee until Aiden Hill like was like, oh, like I'll just play well enough yeah. in the playoffs. <laughs> like giving him what four point nine million after that, that's it's know. interesting to see what Thompson wants after his deal's done because he's only at seven hundred and sixty six thousand and like like you said, like he is their guy. Like yeah. I really, mm-hmm. um and he showed that he could be a starter until he got hurt. Where Aiden Hill, like you said, like yeah, he went on a run, but we've seen a lot of goalies go on runs in the playoffs, but they're not good enough after that. Like, there's plenty of examples of that. So I, I think, I think going into the season, Hill will probably be the starter. But if he starts to mess up at all, Thompson's right in there, and I could see him just stealing the show all the way down the, the rest of the season. Um, I want to know these teams that are like over the cap or like. If you count LTIR, they're under the cap, but you have to be under the cap completely before the season starts. Like, I need to know, like, what kind of moves they're going to be making to get under the cap to start the season. Like, that's what I'm most interested about, about a lot of these teams. That's what I'm so confused about. Like, how true I, is yeah, that? Because there's so many teams that need to, do like, make moves. No. Uh, I mean, even teams like Tampa and Toronto, like, need to make moves even with LTIR. Like, I know. So, wait, with, with Laner going on LTIR, they're good. Right? If, am I reading that right? Right. They're eight hundred oh, yeah. in cap space or something like that. Gotcha. Okay. But um, Jesus. I mean, once they figure that out, like they're they're running it back. I mean, they lost Riley Smith, which he's one of the original misfits and stuff. Like that's, I'm sure that's gonna take a little bit of a hit in the locker room, like losing a guy like that, especially for like Marcia so and uh, uh, Carlson, because that that was the line. Um. But I mean, you just look at this lineup, like it's stacked. Like it's almost the exact like they're almost running it back completely. Like you have Jack Eichel and Mark Stone as like your top two forwards, essentially. Like that's that's fucking yeah, but isn't Mark Stone like dead? Yeah, he'll probably miss the entire season until playoffs. He'll miss again. a lot of yeah. They were saying something like he'll he's never gonna play a full season again. So dude, Mark Stone's so good. Yeah, um, he is. But yeah, I mean it's just a lot of these guys were on the cup team last year, so it's it's they know what it takes, and it's yeah, they could easily just do whatever the fuck they want, especially in this dog shit division. Yeah, that's the that's the huge issue is the, the fact that this division is so bad. There was a post by like NHL on Instagram, and it was like goalie tandems of the Pacific Division. Like, who are you taking? And I was like, holy shit, this is just such a dog shit goalie division. <laughs> <laughs> it's it is not good at all. Like, like the best is probably like Markstrom, but like they had a terrible year. Yeah. And then like you look at every team, like that's basically the like the complaint for every team that we had. <laughs> like the best goalie yeah. in the in the whole division is probably John Gibson. He's on the fucking last team, last place team. Like, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Like, like that's what that's a big reason why I think McDavid can also put up so many points because he gets to play in this dog shit goaltending division. Like. Yeah. 
this team though is just it's it goes into what we were talking about a bit with like Seattle like everybody contributes on this team it's just they're a level higher than Seattle right like they have the guys like Jack Eichel Jonathan March so like that can and Chandler Stevenson had a monster year like guys that are closer to a point per game versus 30 to 40 to 50 points like Seattle was I'm gonna say like I feel like Seattle like when you compile it together, it's mostly it's more so like a group of like third line guys where you compile mm-hmm. this like more of like that second line guy. Like it's just yeah. another a little bit of a tier above it. Like they can put up more points, play a little bit better defensively. Like it's just they're just one step ahead. But yeah, they absolutely do it by committee. Like your top point getter on offense with it had sixty six points. Granted, I mean Eichel he only played sixty seven games, but still like Yeah, he's almost a point per game. Like, like the, he gets a full season, he'll probably be close to eighty-two. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, like, I'm excited to see what they get of a full season at Barbashev too. Like, mm-hmm. see, be... guys like Barbashev, Marks. I mean, Mark Stone is going to be like hurt, but like guys like Barbashev who play that like hard nose kind of style hockey on a team like this, when they make deep playoff runs, he's going to end up getting hurt, and they're going to miss time. Yeah. Like he played eighty two last year. Like I'll, I we'll see if he can do it again. It's, I mean, as Mar- Alex Martinez is a year older. Like so, is Petrangelo. He had some missed a few games due to injury too, or was it family issue, family stuff? It was a family thing. It was family things, right? Yeah. Like Shea Theodore is fucking gross offensively. He missed some time too. Hmm. Like they're pretty stacked, man. Like they are. Yeah, it's yeah. It's can they stay? Yeah. The thing with them though, too, it's like they don't need to stay healthy. They just they're good enough where if their guys are out for a period of time, they can make the playoffs, and then they're all back in time, and that's when it gets dangerous. Like, well, that's the thing that's crazy to me too is like if they if they miss guys, like they're the team that trades for somebody and makes sure that those guys that they're missing don't come back until playoffs. Yeah, like. And that's just like what fucking irks me about this team too, right? Like going into the fucking playoffs, $14 million over the cap. And like just year after year doing that, like that's the reason. It. I, a... I, that's one of the reasons I, I fucking hate the fact that they won, right? Like, yeah. I hate yeah, that. And just the way their management hand treats the players and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. I yeah. Mean, the, but... the whole like shipping people out, like Riley Smith this year, like fucking Patrick last year, Flurry the Flurry. year before. Yeah. Like, it's it's a yearly thing for them to get just under the cap and then circumvent the cap as soon as the season starts. Yeah. But hey man, got them a cup in their first five years. So yeah. It's not a rule. It's not against the rules. I mean, they're playing by the rules, so you can't plenty of teams have done it. Yeah. So all right, that's specific. Um, we'll do top three, bottom three. Uh, who wants to start with their top three? Why do we do top three, bottom three? Then there's just two in the middle. <laughs> I don't know. Get that. I don't well, know. It, top three is like clearly making the playoffs, and then bottom three is just like really lottery not. lottery picks. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, I mean, it's it's hard to picture this this division changing very much yeah. from last year. Yeah. I mean, I probably got San Jose at the bottom. Hmm. I, I I don't know because as soon I as Anderson like. He's they're not getting a lot of wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I saw the ducks at the bottom. I just I, think, I can't see no way, man. They brought in Goodis. They're good. True. And good is they're goodest. 
<laughs> yeah, honestly, the bottom three are probably exactly the same for me. Yeah, it's San Jose is going to be last for sure. Who's they? Wait, didn't they have Reimer in that last year too? Yeah. Now they yeah. now they're depending on Blackwood and Cockinen again. Goalie tandems, man. Like in this division, are shit. They don't <laughs> get goalies. They don't know. Except for Anaheim. And Anaheim doesn't know how to do anything with their roster. The, the fact that Anaheim is going to end up being one of the worst teams and holding on to a really good goalie <laughs> is just fucking driving me crazy. Uh, uh, Got to go. I, it's, to me, it's Edmonton uh, top. And then probably just flip Edmonton to Vegas. Edmonton, Vegas, LA. Yeah. That's, that's how I see it. Okay. I, I know. Edmonton, I can. I'm telling you right now, Edmonton's winning the Presidents Trophy. All their fans are gonna go fucking nuts and pray that they don't because <laughs> the Presidents Trophy winners don't win the cup. Unless I mean, 20, they'll, they'll make it. They'll make it into the second round. Like they'll win the Presidents Trophy. They'll make it to the second round, and then they'll, they'll face a team that actually has like solid depth. Like Vegas, <laughs> sick. But I mean, that's the thing. Like Edmonton's getting more and more. Like full team, I guess you could say. It's still just not quite there. You're gonna get right there just in time for Drysaddle and McDavid's or Drysaddle's contract to be up, and then it's yeah. gonna fuck everything up all over again. Yeah, so, when they're both making fifteen plus million. Yeah, thanks, Austin. <laughs> That's fine. Um, whatever. All right, that's episode 241, Pacific Division Preview. Make sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, DraftKings promo code THPN. Uh, yeah, social media, WCB Podcast, WCBpodcast.com. Yeah, see you on the next one. Fun fact, Reese Johnson, the dog, and the guy have the same birthday. Shut the fuck up. I'm just kidding. How funny oh, would that I be? I was going to say, Jesus <laughs> What if Christ. Tyler and Tyler have the same birthday and then Taylor and Taylor have the same birthday and they all just like, what if it just got that deep? <laughs> all right. Yeah, we'll see you next one. Love you, boys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the WCB podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast. To connect with Jerem and Tanner, check out the boys at WCB Podcast on all social media. We'll see you next time.